What's up, what's up, everybody? My name is Edward Giles, AKA The Holistic Motivator. I wanna thank you all for coming back here for another personal development session. So today I'm gonna to be talking about energy vultures. I'm gonna be talking about energy drainers. And I'm gonna talk about narcissism and psychopaths. So it sounds like a pretty interesting conversation. So why is it interesting or why is it important to talk about that? Well, a lot of times in our lives, we literally, we literally think there's something wrong with us. Like we, because the way we're being treated, but manipulated, we think there's something wrong with us. Now, I would say you're not the problem, you are the solution. The thing is, you're seeing yourself as a problem. So the reason why I'm doing this podcast is to help you shift from seeing yourself as a problem to seeing yourself as the solution. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. What was I doing? I was waving my hands like clouds. Wave your hands like clouds. This is just one of the many different exercises that you can do to reverse your emotions. Reverse the emotion of worry, let it go. Reverse the emotion of fear, let it go. Reverse the emotion of anxiety in your shoulders, let it go. Reverse the emotion of being scared in your hamstring, drum it out. These are a couple of things that I'm going to show you in next Saturday or Sunday's Qigong class. By clicking the link and getting your ticket today, you're going to learn specific medical Qigong exercises that can improve your vitality, reduce stagnation and inflammation, and muscle tension. So if you wanna feel better, you wanna breathe better, you wanna transmit your stress into bliss, come learn how to breathe and how to move with the holistic motivator. All you gotta do is get your ticket. The class is gonna be fully online on Zoom where you could just set up your computer or your phone and we'll just engage in a meditation session. So if you're looking for practical exercises you can do to reduce your depression, anxiety, anger, and overall stress in your life, make sure that you join this class. You are not going to regret it. It's going to benefit you forever. It's not just a one-time class, it's a lifetime thing. So as soon as you learn how to do this one time, you can go home and do it by yourself. So make sure you click the link below to reserve your spot. It's the Holistic Motivator reminding you that you got the unlimited power in you to let go of stuck energy and be free from anxiety. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. I'll see you there. Peace. So the reason why I'm doing this podcast is to help you shift from seeing yourself as a problem to seeing yourself as the solution. Now you would know your solution if you thought you were the problem. 
So I'm here to say to you that you may not be the problem. It might be the energies that you're letting in your life that is causing chaos within you, hence being a problem. So either way, we have a problem to deal with, best believe it. The question is, are you going to be hard on yourself or are you going to analyze to see, hey, what's my energy being affected by? Who's my energy being affected by? Who's dictating my emotional state every day? Who's taking up space in your mind? You might ask me, hey, why is that important that I know who's taking up space in my mind? Well, who are you thinking about all the time? Who's always on your mind? As in, who does so much things that you gotta sort things out in your head? Which means they, they take a large chunk of your time and reality, which means they spend time with you, and they take a lot chunk in your mind, which means they take time and space in your head, which means even when you're not spending time with them, they're still spending time with you because they are always on your mind. And you might be like, well, that's a good thing. Well, it can be, but if it's negativity in your mind, then it's uh, kind of too much. So yesterday we talked about the vibes and how shame is the lowest one. So here's what the sign of running away. Those who use tools of guilt tripping run away because you already know they're going to keep you at low vibrations because guilt tripping leads into shame. Shame is the lowest frequency of it all with courage being the intermediary, intermediary between low frequencies and high frequencies. So when you work your way up to courage and you're able to get out of the situations and the relationships and the entanglements that you're in, and when you get into courage, then your vibrations start to get higher, higher. So the reason for this podcast is to show or to enlighten you when it's time to go so you can grow. Now, mind you, we are in some way or another may have been like this to someone else but anything done without the right without the intention of harm isn't necessarily a crime it's just an ignorance which means because of my ignorance and my constant trance in that ignoring things and also not learning these things i can hurt people because i just don't know you say, hey, I can't blame the guy. He didn't know. Hey, I, that was not their intention. You know, he just didn't know. He didn't know any better. So a lot of us are actually like that. Where we're actually, we show narcissistic quality, but it's simply because we don't know better or we haven't grown yet. But it doesn't mean that you're a narcissist. So which means that there are a lot of people who may show some of these qualities, yet are not that person because their intention was never to control you manipulate you or abuse you their intention was probably just to be loved and because they probably dealt with a narcissistic parent or narcissistic guardian or narcissistic first boyfriend they end up acting the same way towards you mistaking their ways for love and then you're like oh my god i, I gotta cut this person off well you might need to cut this person off or you can be compassionate towards this person because they're not intentionally doing it. But there are those other people who you think are out there for your best interests, but they all are not intentionally, are intentionally draining you or intentionally trying to get something from you. Bradley noticed that we're all energy vampires until we learn how to create our own. Bradley be dropping some bombs. You know, I thought I was the only one dropping bombs on this podcast. That is true. We're all energy vampires until you learn how to create your own. Which means a lot of times we try to fuel ourselves up because we feel as if we don't have enough energy for ourselves. We feel like we don't have enough good vibes. So we become hungry ghosts. I want to read something I wrote this morning. And mind you, I wrote this... Uh, it was inspired and as I wrote it I was like oh that's this is pretty deep it's pretty interesting all right so I'm going to read it for you so I said that there are 
two types of hunger. There are two types of hunger, one of which will feed one's soul and one of which, which will dismantle one's soul. There are two types of hunger. One is a spiritual cannibalism. Now, this is a coined term that I made up. Spiritual cannibalism is when you try to feed off of somebody's spiritual body through their physical body, through their natural body, right? So the spiritual cannibalism is when you try to feed off somebody's soul. Now, and then there's also a hunger for self-cultivation. That's when you feel like, hey, I'm kind of hungry. My soul needs food. We need spiritual food. So you are hungry to cultivate spiritual food. That's when you switch from being an energy vulture to an energy creator. That's when you cultivate your own energy. You don't have to go steal somebody's energy or change up somebody's energy. All right. So as I speak of spiritual cannibalism, I do not refer to cannibalism as of eating someone's flesh, but cannibalism in the sense of eating up someone's spiritual energy and draining their natural and spiritual body. Now, we have both a natural body and a spiritual body. The natural body which arose from the ground was given the breath of life by giving a spiritual body. That's your spirit. So one body is of the physical and another one is of the spiritual. Now, because the temple of the spiritual is your physical, if that gets tainted, then it clouds out your spiritual. And when you're disconnected spiritually, now you can be manipulated materially and literally with your body. So that's when these cannibalism, these cannibals, spiritual cannibals, become hungry ghosts. So those who drain the life force of others to do an evil deed, and evil just means anything that's not going to help you prosper in life is evil, right? Praise themselves and controls one's soul is or are spiritual vultures and cannibals. They are spiritual vultures that often hunt in the material world. These are things, this is something I wrote, as hungry ghosts using spiritual forces. They roam around looking for someone to prey on. They're not going to eat your flesh, but they're going to do worse. They're going to eat up your soul. So there are actually people out there who, who, who are going, who actually are false prophets too, who use spiritual forces to get you stuck somewhere so that you can serve their evil deeds. And you may be like, huh, maybe I'm not in that. Well, this is not have to, doesn't have to be only false prophets. It could be the regular layman person who's just trying to use you, right? So these people find out how they can use and manipulate people to get what they want. We call them narcissists and psychopaths in the modern world. In the spiritual realm, these are the people who are hungry ghosts. Now, there's a principle about hungry ghosts. Go ahead and look that up yourself. But this is what I came up with in relation to that. Hungry ghosts who come into your life to literally take over your life and take over you. Now, if you're dead, you become a ghost. If you're spiritually dead, you become a hungry ghost looking to feed off of other people's souls. Because you got nobody to roam, so you want to find somebody to roam in. Let that sink in. They're fueled by killing, stealing, and sexual misconduct. As they walk around seeking for natural and spiritual bodies to enforce their wrath upon. Now, killing, not just killing of the body, killing of the spirit. There are people who walk into rooms and kills your spirit. By killing, I simply mean drain your energy. Shame, you can die in shame. If your energy is low, you can die because of it. Which means if somebody is bringing your energy down, they are literally slowly killing you. Not just psychologically, but literally. Let that sink in, right? So they often show up. I want you to really hear this one. They often show up at 
social events where spirits are tainted by intoxication and seek to take advantage of their natural body. Now, intoxication taints your spirit. Now, you might be like, what does that mean? Well, when you're intoxicated, you are giving up your faculties for a little bit. You know, you can't even stay balanced. You're giving up your faculties. You are clouding your spirit. That's why a lot of times I probably couldn't do, like, I can do this, but I probably wouldn't be as sharp if I was drunk right now, right? So when we're intoxicated, we give room for somebody to take advantage of your natural body. So those who often show up at social events where spirits are tainted by intoxication and seek to take advantage of their natural body by getting them in bed. Now, you might be like, why do I need a, what's that? Why is that the first step? Well, if you want to enslave a soul, the first way is to spiritually connect in that body. Now, when you have sex, it's not just a fun time. It's a spiritual act. I really wondered why the Bible shunned fornication so much and enforced marriage. Well, that's because it's a spiritual act. So after they consume physical bodies, they use the soul tie to bind the other person spiritually. Now, what's a soul tie? Well, we're not going to get into that. You probably heard it. Using a soul tie to bind somebody spiritually. Well, one of the ways that they use that is pleasure activates a part of our brain that seeks for more pleasure. That's why people get addicted. We're just seeking for pleasure, which is good vibes. So a soul tie ties the feeling of pleasure with this person. And if you have not been getting pleasure from your life, as in just pleasure, you're going to want to just get it from someone else. Now, if somebody gave it to you really good, you're going to want more of that. So this person knows this. So they use that as a cable to bind you to them, which means that's why we get back with our ex. And it's like, if anything goes wrong, I just call her. You know, I, I, I uh, psychologically abuse her, don't care about her or him. But if anything goes wrong, I'll call her or him. You know, it's because we are consuming the physical body. So they use a soul tie to bind the person spiritually. Using that soul tie, they feed on your soul and drain your energy. So the last thing I said is be careful because the person... The next person who asks for your number might be a hungry ghost. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, it, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast or whatever, wherever you're listening. There's a link. All you got to do is go to the description. Click get free audiobook from Audible audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks it's your life 
feed it when you need it. So I just put that on my Instagram, right? New downloads from the divine. I do not cling to write these things because don't know where they come from, but I do know that they are true. And it, you know they're true if it resonates with you. So now let's go back to the psycho psychology concept so that we may look at it from a scientific perspective, right? There are the spiritual perspectives which hold all truths, but then our human mind has been programmed or accustomed to want to get facts, which is just wisdom of men. Wisdom of God is spiritual wisdom of men. It's factual. So let's give you some factual details. So you're like, okay, what are some signs of a narcissistic abuse? Now, the thing about survival is that oftentimes, as kids, we learn how to survive in our environment with our parents. We have to learn how to survive. That's how we adopt a certain love language. Some of us uh, avoid, some of us please, some of us completely detach. There are different ways we try to survive in our environment. So survival is one key. Now, why do you need to survive at your family's environment when you're not 18 yet? Well, because they're the one taking care of you. And if no one else can take care of you but them, you sort of have to respect them and do what they say, even if it's toxic. Now, you may be like, dang, that sucks for most kids. Well, you don't get to choose your family, but you do get to choose your boyfriend. But when your boyfriend becomes your boyfriend, you don't know the difference between your boyfriend and your family. I want you to hear that. You don't get to choose your family, but you get to choose your spouse. And when your spouse become your spouse, they become your family. Not just family by law, but family in the sense of the traumas from your family now has became the traumas of your new found family. Which means however you used to survive at home, this is psychology, scientific, you're going to use that same survival mechanism to survive with your spouse, boyfriend, or girlfriend. Henceforth, knowing that, that is the first way somebody can manipulate you. So, oh, you want to know, what does that mean? Well, mind you, I know about psychology very well. I'm not the only one. Other people know about psychology very well. Now, their intention and utilizing the psychology is what's important. Some people are using psychology to control you. Some people know exactly why you're acting like you're acting. They know it and they're using it to abuse you. Psychological violence by narcissists can include verbal and emotional abuse. Toxic projection stonewalling, sabotage, smear campaigns, triangulation, along with a plethora form of caution and control. Caution and control. I really want you guys to hear that. As if I'm going to force you to do something, or I'm going to use tools of emotional abuse, toxic projection, stonewalling, smear campaign smear camp you ever heard somebody dragging your name through the mud so they can smear you with everybody else you have no idea that this person is out there talking about you the way they are but they're running a smear campaign in order to somehow make them look better in the eyes of others so that way they can completely say that, hey, that's their fault. So what they do is they tell a lot of stories to people about how these people done them wrong. And they shift the blame to those people. And in shifting the blame to how those people done them wrong, they're subconsciously making themselves seem right and logical. What do I mean by that? 
if I make everybody that came in my life wrong, then I am right. Which means if you come into my life and you're right, you are automatically wrong. Because everybody else in my life was wrong and I was the right one. So I tell you all these stories about how they did me wrong and whatever. Now you start to see yourself. So you can start to confuse. You're like, am I doing wrong by this person? When in reality, this person are using tools to confuse you. But we're not going to get that super deep, right? We'll save that for the books I'm supposed to be writing. But let's talk about the signs of narcissistic abuse narcissistic abuse it's like going to ptsd at the end of it you're gonna feel like man this is a lot of trauma right here and you even have flashbacks of these things so the first thing is you're gonna expose experience disassociation as a survival mechanism one of the best ways to not deal with things is to not deal with anything that's called disassociation and it's not the best way but it's a pseudo best which means it seems to be a good idea but in reality it's not disassociation a seemingly good idea that the best way to be, to deal with everything is to deal with no thing if i am not part of everything then no thing can hurt me but in reality that is not true okay so emotions thoughts and physical sensations and i was reading the book the body keeps score i'm actually reading the same book right now so insightful and it talks about how emotions a disassociation can lead to numbing where you become completely numb as if nothing hurts you anymore which means this person can be really bad to you, you can say can use words of that really slash you use sharp words the sword of your tongue can really hurt other people or it can defend nations or it can free people so some people use that sword to slash you to cut you and they use it often that's verbal abuse so you might be even traumatized now because at this point this happens so much that you you start to say hey i did de i deserve it i deserve it I deserve it. I deserve it. Because, hey, this person made you feel wrong. No matter what you do, it's wrong. And because you probably already felt that way because of your parents, now it's even worse. Now what do I mean you felt that way because of your parents? Have you ever felt like anything you do is wrong? I know how that feels. I got that, that thing because I was raised up in a Haitian household. I don't know if y'all know by African or Islanders households or black in general you know how it is there are these rules laws and customs that you got to follow so there are a lot of times where anything seems wrong to me or seems wrong I'm like yo anything I do wrong like I don't cut my hair and it's a bad thing I walk out barefoot it's a bad thing I leave something where I didn't find it which is not a good habit it's a bad thing like there's like literally it'd be like yo did it is breathing a problem like so in your life you may feel as if yo am i really a problem like because it seems like everything i do is not right and when you get into a relationship where somebody makes you feel like you are the problem and not the solution then you start to believe them because you are they are reinforcing your childhood trauma so you can start to act towards your spouse the way you act towards your mom or your whoever so one way that is very toxic in relationships is when others when people give each other the silent treatment now mind you the silent treatment is one of the tools used by a lot of people it's a narcissistic behavior that doesn't necessarily make you a narcissist it makes you a human being because one of the best ways to deal with no things is to deal with nothing at all. So a lot of times when we do that, we're simply trying to avoid dealing with things. We're literally, we're, we're sort of guarding our energy, but we're not coming to a conclusion to free ourselves. So thinking we're guarding energy by giving our silent treatment 
we're silently hurting ourselves way more. But let me give you an example. An example is, what if you had a relationship with your mom or your dad where as to where whenever there's a, a big issue, the, the best way to deal with it is not talk at all. So you're like, yo, I'm not gonna talk to you at all. And because of that, now when you were dealing with your spouse, you're doing the same exact thing. Now, what if that person or a person is using that as a tool to get you to do what they want? Intentionally silent treating you, that's a narcissistic behavior. Not wanting to hear you out, not wanting to even work towards forgiveness, but giving you a silent, silent treatment until you find a line, until you fall in line. Like a silent treatment can be, yo, I need to take some time from you so I could get my energies together so we could come together and we could work our energies out. But then a silent treatment that is, let me get you to do what I want, is manipulative. Okay, so another way you could tell that you're being, you're in a narcissistic relationship is if you have to put your basic needs and desires, you have to sacrifice your emotional and physical safety to please whoever you're dealing with. As if, yo, I need to do whatever I can to please this person. So I might even do something as horrible and out of character, and I'm gonna mention it because these things happen in our world, as giving my daughter up to an abuser to abuse her because that in itself is falling in line. Now you see how horrible that can be. Imagine being coerced, coerced into letting someone else take advantage of your child because you want their approval, because they're literally abusing and controlling you. And then after they do that, now you're traumatized because you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. So now you're blaming yourself. And because of that, you've gotten so much more anguish. So now you're traumatized. That's all because you allowed this relationship to keep going. Sometimes it's not just that, it's actually the threat of your own physical safety. A narcissist says everything has to be done my way. You can't do this. Hey, hey, what you wearing right there? Hey, you better go back, put some clothes on. You know, they try to take over your life. They lose your essence. They lose the idea that, yo, we're here to share energies and I'm not here to take control of your energy. And this world, Western world, we look at love as possession. That's why people are very possessive. You, I possess you because I go with you. Well, that's not love, that's control. So we wanna switch from control into love. Now, if you're struggling with health issues, if you are depressed, if when you walk into your house, you get anxiety, then it's probably energy there that's rebuking your solid, pure energy. And there's something that you need to do. Now, mind you, it might just be turmoil within yourself. It might has, it might have nothing to do with another person. In fact, I'm gonna say this, don't let it hurt you. It might be you. It might be you who's the narcissist. Don't blame the messenger, just hear it out. So you can also develop a persuasive sense of mistrust. Because you went through that emotional experience, you mistrust everybody now. You mistrust everybody. So mind you, I wanna do a, I wanted you guys to notice something that I noticed. Whenever I specify that it might be you, people leave the life. I, I want you to hear this out. And somebody left the live right now. Whenever I mention that it might be you, people leave. Why? Because people don't want to deal with the facts. So I'm here to tell you what it is and use that as a mirror to see, hey, does that reflect me? Or am I 
uh, on the other side of someone else's reflection and this is impacting me in a way. And then from there on, you decide what change you're gonna make. So I had six people on, four people left on Facebook. It's weird, but it happens. But here, I'm not here to see you going towards a ditch and let you go there. I'm here to say, hey, that's not, hey, you're going towards a ditch, here's the light. That's my purpose here. That's why I'm here. I'm definitely not your judge. I'm just a messenger. Okay, so don't look at me like I'm judging anybody. I'm not. I'm putting this stuff out for your conscious awareness. That's all it is. I don't know you. I've never met you before. I don't know your life. So how can I be judging you? Impossible. I'm just sharing. Okay? So some other thing is you self-isolate because you try to get away from people and other things like that, you know? So you're just like, man... If I'm gonna be safe, I gotta isolate myself from everybody. Now, you can also find yourself comparing yourself to others and blaming yourself for the abuse. Like you literally got abused, but you blame yourself. So if you've been blaming yourself for your abuse, I want you to think about, is this person narcissistic? Really think about that. Is this person a manipulator? I found my time in a relationship where I was around somebody who I really look towards up to. And I was thinking to myself, yo, is this person manipulating me? And I kept thinking about that and I was looking at the signs, but I was also in denial of any signs because I want I treasured what I got out of the relationship more than what the person got out of me. I treasured more what I got out of the relationship, more than I treasured myself and ignored what the person was taking out of me. So I was willing to stay somewhere to get something I thought I needed in exchange for the loss of my soul had I stayed long enough. Now, I want you to think about yourself are you in a relationship where you get value from them? So now you're willing to give up your very soul for the temporary value that you get from that relationship. So if that's you, I'm here to tell you it's time to go so you can grow. It's time to evolve. It's time to find a way to let those chains of the spiritual cannibals no longer entangle you in this month of September. August is gone, September is coming around. Don't let any negative vibes, energies, and narcissists entangle you in the month of September when you're supposed to be shedding the leaves so you can create new ones. When you're supposed to be dropping the leaves so you can create new ones. Your season of change is going to be looking like towards to other people like you're changing colors. They'd be like, hey, you're changing colors. Say, hey, that's right. Nature change. My nature has changed. I am changing colors. You're doggone right because it's a new season in my life. Can I get an amen? It's a new season. And when it's a new season, you can't afford to have pesticides in your life. You can't afford to have things that are affecting your roots. If you're not grounded in your season of change and evolution, then you're not gonna get the nutrients that you need to grow. So sometimes the environment that you're in, though it seems cool, you gotta get out of that. And I'm not here to say like, yo, I'm the most perfect person. Like I, I got out of environments and yo, I don't have any toxic energy. Yo, I'm I'm like I, I'm I'm like the perfect person. I what I do know is that I know nothing. What I do know is not I know nothing, but I'm willing to get in touch with everything. What I do know is that sometimes I look at myself and I say, 
based on the wisdom that God has blessed you with, based on your spiritual gifts, sometimes when you look at that, you're like, yo, why do I look like this? But it's the question that you might say is, why do I look like this and how can I look different? That's empowerment. You're like, yo, why is that empowerment? Well, somebody says, hey, you gotta be the saint now. Well, what I read is that saints are not for this realm. It's for the next realm. This realm is for lessons to be the saint. So we try to be saints here. Yeah, I'm gonna try to be goody two shoes now. I'm gonna try to be perfect. When in reality, we're not supposed to strive to be perfect, but we're supposed to strive to be perfect reflections of the most high. So in knowing what we do know, we know that we know nothing, but we know that we're in touch with everything. This might take years for it to settle in, but in knowing what we do know, we know that we know nothing and that we're in tune with everything, which means that I know that I am a man and that I know nothing and that my brain itself can be impacted by ideals. Just like I told you, narcissistic controlling people can come in your life and put things in there to literally control you without you seeing. They can do that, which means you can be a victim of that. No matter how smart you are, there's someone else out there trying to outsmart you. So their intention is bad from the get-go. So you come here with all good intention and good heart, and you're thinking you're meeting somebody with good intention and good heart. You're operating on high vibrations and high frequencies, but they're pseudo-operating on high vibrations and high frequencies because even the devil knows how to mass evil as love even the devil knows how to mass evil as love so some people will mass emotions will mass energies will mass vibrations to the point where it seems completely real but in reality it isn't those are the false prophets which miss truth with misdirection which miss which mix truth with manipulation truth and misdirection and truth and manipulation is very effective in getting people to follow things that are wrong because your soul resonates with the truth but then your personality or your nature gets manipulated by the manipulation i'm not gonna go any farther because i can go on forever because everything i say is not of me but of god and the things that are of me may have gotten you like, oh, I don't really feel that. If you didn't feel it, then don't take it. But whatever you did feel is the truth. Because what I read about and what I've downloaded is that truth definitely resonates. You can feel truth because truth is you. And you are vibration and frequency, so you can literally hear the bullshit. You could hear the BS because you can hear negative vibrations and you're like hey 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 you can't hear vibrations well your spirit can hear it well your ears can't hear vibrations because your ear does not want to hear all the noises it only wants to hear what it wants to focus on so it hear the voice so that's why you're often to take somebody's word because your ear hears their word. So don't take their word for it, take their vibe for it. Don't hear what they say, hear what they vibrate. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. It's the Holistic Motivator. Every time I get to come here and serve you, my soul gets blessed. I feel much better. If I do nothing today, I have done a good deed. If I make no money today, I have made the best investment. So, by you being here, you've actually blessed me. And if this was a blessing to you, I ask that you share it. Six people on IG, four people on Facebook, zero people on YouTube, 10 people watching live. We want to 10 time fold that. Now, I do know that with time, God will put things in tenfolds. But until that time happens, be 
help me help the world. Help me express what God is giving me to the world. And how do you do that? You can share the live video. You can go subscribe to the podcast. Listen to it. You can share something inspirational to a friend that I posted. You can repost something from my page. That's it. Just like like I'm sharing, I'm just asking you to share it. And also, if you want to share not just the post or the podcast, you can literally share some monetary contributions to Cash App Ed Talks. Cash App, that's the money sign, Ed Talks. Once again, I want to thank you all for watching. Stay in your spirit. Please give me some feedback. Tell me what you think. I'm about to end this in the next minute or so. So let me know, what do you think about this podcast? What did you get from it? What is the lesson? Or what is one thing that really stuck with you? And as you write that down in the comment section, and as you share this to your friends, I want you to think about, yo, who is in my life right now that are showing narcissistic, manipulative behavior? But then after you ask that, it's also important to ask yourself, is it me? Now, this is uncomfortable to do. And it's not the best, it's not the easiest thing to do, but it's important that we do it. Because the same toxicity that you receive or that you give, you will receive. So you give what you, you receive what you give and you give what you receive. So if you're going to be in a toxic relationship, you're going to end up eventually learning how to cope in that toxicity by giving out more toxicity. So that's why you got to know who's around you who's toxic and you must importantly know Hey, am I toxic? Now, in fear finding out that, yo, I'm low-key a narcissist. You might be like, dang, I didn't even know that. That sucks. Now, you got to think to yourself, I am not a narcissistic. I've acted in a narcissistic way. I have been this way. And because of my ignorance, I've stuck to this way. But I am deciding to not live like this anymore or I'm deciding to not accept this energy in my life anymore and once you do that that is the first step to freeing yourself the first step to freeing yourself is being true so remember You got unlimited power and you do whatever that you want to express who you are and detach from relationships that tainting your spirit. But until you believe that the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer. In the beginning of this, I said there are two types of hunger. The hunger that causes somebody to be a spiritual cannibal and the hunger for self-cultivation. I'm going to leave you with this final quote that I wrote this morning, which is going to be in an ebook I'm going to come out soon. The hunger of self-cultivation is the realization that one is spiritually hungry or empty, causing one to plant seeds or seek for seeds that will cultivate crops to feed their soul. The hunger of self-cultivation is the realization that one is spiritually hungry or empty, causing one to plant seeds or seek for seeds that will cultivate crops to feed their own souls. So cultivate crops to feed your soul. That's it. Gotta have some tea. Oh, 
I didn't see you there. What was I doing? I was waving my hands like clouds. Wave your hands like clouds. This is just one of the many different exercises that you can do to reverse your emotions. Reverse the emotion of worry, let it go. Reverse the emotion of fear, let it go. Reverse the emotion of anxiety in your shoulders, let it go. Reverse the emotion of being scared in your hamstring, drum it out. These are a couple of things that I'm going to show you in next Saturday or Sunday's Qigong class. By clicking the link and getting your ticket today, you're going to learn specific medical Qigong exercises that can improve your vitality, reduce stagnation and inflammation, and muscle tension. So if you wanna feel better, you wanna breathe better, you wanna transmit your stress into bliss, come learn how to breathe and how to move with the holistic motivator. All you gotta do is get your ticket. The class is gonna be fully online on Zoom where you could just set up your computer or your phone and we'll just engage in a meditation session. So if you're looking for practical exercises you can do to reduce your depression, anxiety, anger, and overall stress in your life, make sure that you join this class. You are not going to regret it. It's going to benefit you forever. It's not just a one-time class, it's a lifetime thing. So as soon as you learn how to do this one time, you can go home and do it by yourself. So make sure you click the link below to reserve your spot. It's the Holistic Motivator reminding you that you got the unlimited power in you to let go of stuck energy and be free from anxiety. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. I'll see you there. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.